0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. Time to put that cherry on top of the Sunday week five of the NFL slate. And it's been profitable for your boy, man. I've been uh, counting the $100 bills up about 16 units. If you've been following my spreadsheet of player props, uh, you can check that out, by the way, on Twitter absolutely for free because uh, I don't know everything because I'm a raging nincompoop, much like Urban Meyer, except I don't like grinds from random chicks at a bar and then lie about it. Uh, but anyway, uh, you can check that out at Noisy Quavos. Check out Lundy on Twitter as well, at Nate Lundy. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Colts and the Ravens tonight tonight. Uh, last night, a game that was rain-soaked uh, between uh, Buffalo and Kansas City, and one that was kind of wild and wacky. It uh, looks like the Buffalo Bills have asserted themselves as the la creme de la creme of the AFC, but Baltimore is still trying to scratch and claw to get to the top of that conference as well. They are hosting these My Little Ponies from central Indiana, and the Ravens are laying seven, and the total is 46.5. So, Lundy, give me a pick on the side and give me a game score prediction, my man.
1: Uh, You're going to make me do one on the side, which I'm not really a big fan of uh, because I hate this spread, especially because it's sitting at a flat seven at some places, six and a half at others. Uh, If I can get it at six and a half, I will take Baltimore to cover uh, and I'm going to take the over. I'm uh, I'm feeling like twenty seven twenty in this one. I think it sneaks just over over that forty six and a half mark i think indy and indy will be able to score i just don't think that uh they're going to be able to suddenly uh corral uh lamar jackson because that is not an easy task
0: no i think you need a whole host of horse tranquilizers uh to take down lamar jackson <laughs> You'd be like six of them straight into the left buttock uh and maybe that would uh and ultimately make him a little bit more sluggish and go night night time but uh outside of that i'm kind of with you uh i will say this i think the colts are going to cover tonight uh, I think this game is going to be nip and tuck. I think it's going to be more lower scoring than people believe. So give me 23 to 20. Justin Tucker, the opera singer. Oh Hitting one from, like, 55 to win it, which should be very typical and prototypical uh, Justin Tucker just overall. So, uh, you know, again, Baltimore 23 to 20. Can the under- Packers
1: and the Bengals borrow him Well, uh, for they minutes? can
0: borrow his off leg, and I still think it would be more oh, accurate than what we saw yesterday in that
1: gracious. game. Gracious. That was – oh, uh, uh. And there were so many people who had bad beats, myself included, because of all those missed field goals.
0: I benefited from the Mason Crosby miss in regulation, and then I also benefited from the miss in overtime because, you know, Burrow had uh, the first pass that went for an interception. I was sitting at 260 pass yards on Burrow, and I had the prop at 265.5 on the over. So thank oh. you, Mason Crosby, for giving my boy Joe Burrow another chance And whoever, uh, you know, did the old poke to the throat, like old school kung fu movie style (laughs) to Joe Burrow. That's a Bush League move, but uh, I do appreciate Mason Crosby and his aimless ways uh, in getting Burrow the over on that pass yards prop. But, again, give me the Colts the points uh, and give me the under on the 46-and-a-half. says it's a push, and he is going slightly over. With that, let's get to it here on this Manic Monday. Let's make some money with another edition of the Fade Five. <laughs> Number five. All right, let's talk about a guy that uh, has, I think, ankles left. It's probably bone on bone action because I don't think there's any muscles or tendons left in those ankles. But Carson Wentz, who's been playing on two bad ankles, he sprained them uh, like three weeks ago. We're gonna just kind of you know play into this. We're gonna lean into this idea. He's gonna be more pocket tied. Give me the under on nine and a half rush yards. Now, if you could guarantee me that Carson Wentz was even at like ninety percent, I would probably go over because usually he's an opportunistic runner. But the last two games, due to his physical limitations, uh, two weeks ago didn't even bother running. He was you know a, a stone statue and anchor in the pocket, uh, zero attempts, zero yards last week. Five rush attempts for a whopping eight rushing yards. Uh, He is uh, number one in terms of under pressure rate. No quarterback has been under more duress than Carson Wentz this season as he has experienced pressure on 47.4% of his dropbacks. Usually it's a good thing for an opportunistic quarterback, but only one QB has gone over this total uh, against the Ravens this season. That was Marcus Mariota on a kind of a gadget play uh, for Las Vegas back in week one Mahomes only had three Bridgewater only had two rush yards I think Wentz is going to be in a similar vicinity tonight so give me Carson Wentz under nine and a half rush yards minus 114 at FanDuel fade or follow
1: First of all, we're all well aware that the word under is not usually in Brad's vocabulary. Um, (laughs) So that's something to pay attention to. Look, I'm taking the Marcus Mariota play out of it. There is not a single starting quarterback so far this year that has done this against Baltimore. Um, And that includes Mr. Mahomes. Uh, So the fact that nobody is scrambling to make anything happen, and then you add in the fact that you got Carson Wentz, who I just just don't really trust. Uh, I got trust issues uh, with the leader of the Colts. So you combine all those things together. I bet you He finishes with, like, three yards, maybe four by the time this is done. I don't think he gets over this number. Uh, So give me the comfortable under on Mr.
0: Wentz. Yeah, stay in the pocket, Wentz. Make us some money and live in the land down under. Number four. All Right enough of the stupid unders uh, here, Luddy. Let's go ahead and join the overs club right now. And it's going to start with Hollywood Brown. Hollywood, Hollywood uh, he has uh, finally exited downtown Yuma after that embarrassing performance he had a couple of weeks ago, all those drops that he had against Detroit and Motor City. Uh, last week, uh, a player that, you know, continues to make some explosive pass plays down the field, and, and you know, he's done this consistently throughout the entire year, including that unforgettable game, or for him, one he wish he could get out of his mind for sure, uh, against the Detroit Lions. Uh, he has gone over that Proposed number here, 22.5 yards, longest catch in that game and every other game so far this season. So, week one, 29-yard catch. Week two, 42. Uh, week three, 37 and 49 yards Last week, uh, he's averaging 17.2 yards per catch, 11.6 yards per target. Uh, He is top 10 at yards per route run. And you look at the Colts, the secondary giving up 8.44 pass yards per attempt. Going to draw a lot of Kenny Moore in coverage. was giving up an 80% flat catch rate to his assignments and a 116.7 passer rating. So, again, at just uh, 22.5, and and I'm actually seeing it now at DraftKings at 21.5 Lundy. At your standard minus 110 juice, the over is screaming to take that action in my head, which I indeed did. So fade or follow, Marquise Brown over. Let's go with the 21 and a half yards, longest catch tonight against those Colts.
1: I grabbed that one on DraftKings this morning and I, of course, uh, hammered it uh, because this to me, look, we, we keep telling everybody to take the over on the longest reception on Henry Ruggs, uh, and it just keeps cashing uh, over and over and over again. And I, I, I'm i the same way with Marquise Brown. I, I think this is silly that you're sitting at a number at 21 and a half uh, when he's been able to obliterate this number so far through the first four weeks. I know it's a little bit of a crapshoot, and that's why they set these lines the way they do. But right now, folks, but it, Brown and henry Ruggs, i'm telling you and jamar chase throw him in there chase, too good yeah. call. good call you gotta get jamar chase in there folks i'm telling you this is one of those that you just just keep slapping a unit bet on it every single yeah. week um until it bucks you and then by the way turn around and go back to it the following <laughs> week because i bet you like legitimately brad if these guys stay healthy those three because i'll throw jamar chase in there i think that's a good call those three guys if you go over the course of the seventeen-game season, I bet you these guys will go minimum eleven and five on this longest reception prop. Yeah, I I'm agree. just feeling it. It's going to keep happening. So yeah, you're going to have some weeks where you miss, but folks, these are names that you can follow on this sort of off the grid prop, and you're going to cash a ticket. Love this one, and yeah, I'll take the extra yard at DraftKings and put it at twenty-one and a half.
0: Absolutely, it may have low handles on it. You got to do a little digging, uh, you know. As a result, because it's uh, you know kind of hidden in there at very Sportsbooks, but yes, it's a printing press. Same with Chase, same with Ruggs. And it will be the same story tonight for Hollywood, Hollywood on the over 21 and a half yards longest catch. Lock it in. Number three. All right, moving on. Let's go to the top taco in this uh, wide receiver core for the Indianapolis Colts. Michael Pittman, one of my pet players, uh, doesn't have quite the gun show his pops did back in the day, but he has been flexing. In the target share and catch category. So give me the over on four and a half receptions. Uh, By the way, Lenny, this is now plus 105 after it opened at minus 105 at Caesars. It's plus 105 at DraftKings. And yeah, I'm going to get seduced by that juice. Uh, You look at Pittman, he has seen 26.3% of the team's target share. He's been over this in three consecutive games on 32 targets over a three-game stretch, eight catches, six catches and six catches again. I think this is a minimum five-catch night tonight. Uh, You see a lot of Marlon Humphrey in coverage. Yeah, he's only given up a 58.3 catch percentage to his assignments, but he's also yielded a 106.4 passer rating uh, to his adversaries, and Baltimore is a collective, giving up 7.62 yards per attempt through the air, 290 3.3 pass yards per game. I think Pittman, man, at, you know, minimum five. Could be another half dozen receptions. I was shocked this one is at four and a half and juiced to the under. So at plus 105 at DraftKings, love the over. Fade or follow.
1: I will follow as well. Follow, 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 and follow the volume, people. Brad said at 32 targets in the last three weeks. He had four targets in the game to start off the season against Seattle and then has exploded like a dam breaking, uh, and the floodgates are open. He gets the targets, which means he's got the receptions. The fact that you can get this at plus money I think is fantastic. I think he gets up over it. might only be five or six. That hook may come into play, but you got plus odds. Take your chances.
0: Or like the seal breaking after about a six-pack of beer.
1: oh yeah yeah you gotta you gotta hold you gotta hold you gotta hold and then finally
0: you're like damn it i gotta get up yeah let the numbers gush for michael Pittman. stay tuned for my top picks of the day on monday night football plus bonus time in the nfl and the major league baseball postseason Number two. Alright, back to Monday Night Football and the Colts and the Ravens. And let's focus on those caca, those fighting pose at Latavius Murray. And I'm gonna take the over on 12 and a half rush attempts. Minus 114 at FanDuel. Yes, this has been largely revolving door backfield this season, and I still Uh, You know, strictly believe that Tyson Williams is the most explosive runner in this unit, but uh, he was inactive last week, likely be active tonight. How much work he's going to get is anyone's best guess. What I do know right now, Le'Veon Bell cooked. uh, Devonta Freeman also cooked because they're old and slow guys. Uh, While Latavius Murray is kind of old and slow, he is not as old or as slow compared to the others. And as a result, uh, he is leading up this timeshare. And I'm going to you know, believe he's going to get to around 14, 15 attempts tonight. Uh, could be a positive game script there in the second half if the spread follows the way that most people anticipate. Now, you look at Murray last week against Denver. He played on 62.9% of the snaps, had 18 rush attempts, uh, a very mediocre 2.59 yards after contact per attempt this season. Uh, Indy, by the way, giving up 4.08 yards per carry, 87.8 rush yards per game to RB. So as long as the Ravens don't get blown out of their own building, I like Latavius uh, will head up this revolving door backfield and ultimately get at least 14 balls to the belly. So over 12.5 rush attempts for Latavis Murray, minus 114 at Fandle.
1: I will follow on this one as well. You and I talked about Latavius Murray on our StreamYard show yesterday morning, getting everybody ready for their fantasy football lineups for Sunday. And we said that we thought, you know, look, I'm with you on Tyson. I like Tyson Williams a lot. I I wish I could see him out on the field a whole lot more. But right now, it is a Latavius Murray show. And so if that's going to be the case, uh, 12 and a half rush attempts does not feel like enough for me um, in in terms of the line. I got to take the over on this one because I think they're going to keep force feeding him the ball, even if... Those of us on the outside looking or those of us with Tyson Williams stock uh, on our fantasy teams would rather see the opposite. I think Murray's going to be the one getting the ball to belly.
0: Make some moolah with Murray. Number one. All right, last but certainly not least, uh, forward away. My favorite wager on the board uh, for tonight's action is the over on rush attempts for Jonathan Taylor. This is a real number, folks, and it is indeed spectacular. Twelve and a half. That's it. Twelve and a half rush attempts. Pull this one for Ben MGM. It is to the over, understandably, at minus 125. You can get it at a lower juice if you want to go up a tick on the 13 and a half. And I would still... Be over on that as well. This one is a bit of a head scratcher, rather inexplicable to me. Jonathan Taylor is the workhorse running back in this backfield for the Colts, uh, which is a largely conservative offense. They want to run down your throat and emphasize uh, the ground attack early and often. Uh, And I think the reason why the algorithm set this line, the oddsmakers went with it, is because a lot of teams haven't run on Baltimore this season. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire had just 13 rush attempts against him. DeAndre Swift had the high watermark of 14 rush attempts against this defensive front. And the Ravens this season giving up just 3.81 yards per carry and 70.5 rush yards per game. But, you know, Taylor, uh, a guy that last week had uh, 19 rush attempts, I believe, against the Miami Dolphins. I think he is going to sail past this number, and you look at his advanced analytics, and they are glorious. A 3.16 yak per attempt mark. That's top 15 in the league, and he's top three in this tackle rate at 24.1%. So, pull it all together. Dude, I think it's going to be like a 16 to 18 carry night minimum for Taylor. I wouldn't be shocked if he hit 20 rush attempts, if this game is indeed as close as I believe it will be. So, Lundy, are you going to hammer Break out the. That sledgehammer on the over 12.5 rush attempts on Jonathan Taylor, minus 125 at Ben MGM.
1: No, let's do like a rubber mallet. Uh, well, is that what you used a those... Russell's
0: finger? Is that what you did? <laughs> well, I may have, I
1: may have, uh, I may, f- I may still be bitter about Super Bowl forty-eight. Um, no, I, it maybe like a Fisher Price, one of those little hammers. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow on this one. He had, it was nineteen touches against the Dolphins. He had sixteen carries. Oh, 16 carries, to nineteen touches. Okay. It was sixteen carries that went along. So, so you know, you were close. You're not good at math. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You look at the four games this season, the only game he went underneath this twelve and a half number was the game against Tennessee on the road uh, in Nashville. So um, I, I think he can get up over this number. I think they'll continue to call his number um, and be able to hand him the ball just because I think I'm with you that this is going to be a close game. And I think that the only way that he doesn't wind up getting over this number is if somehow Baltimore stretches this out. And Indy gets to the point that they're scoreboard chasing. But neither one of us think that's going to be the case. You gave the prediction of 23-20 for your score. I said 27-20 for mine. Um, and so we we both think that this is going to be, you know, within a one-score type of game, which means you don't have to abandon the run if you're the Colts. You can continue to have Taylor out there. And obviously he's also a threat to catch the ball uh, out of the backfield. And so that's one more reason to have him out there and have him confusing, hopefully, uh, the Baltimore defense and keeping the game close.
0: All right. Uh, before we bounce and exit stage left here, Lundy, uh, let's work in some bonus time action. I know you got some baseball bets as well. So, well,
1: I got a couple of baseball ones I'm going to throw out there. First of all, I think you may, I may be completely nuts, which uh, is pretty much established, I think, at this point <laughs> uh, in in my life and in my career, and especially on this podcast at episode 307. Um, but I think there's value on San Francisco at plus 184 tonight. Yes, I know it's at uh, at LA. I know it's at Chavez Ravine. Um, I know it's on the road. I know it's Max Scherzer, but I think people are overlooking how good Alex Wood has been. Over his last yeah. three starts, his ERA is a 1.38. Um, That's half of what Scherzer's is over the exact same time span. So as good as Scherzer is, Alex Wood has been fantastic as well. San Francisco has also been batting slightly better against right handers, especially uh, guys that throw like Scherzer does. So at plus 184, I'm willing to throw a half a unit on San Francisco to surprise the Dodgers on the road. Uh, The other prop that I like is Alex Wood's strikeout prop is at three and a half. I'm taking the over. The problem, Brad, is that it's juiced to the high heaven. Oh no, uh, it's at min- it's at minus one ninety for him to go over three and a half strikeouts. So what I did just to try to help myself out, um I decided that I'm just gonna take the Baltimore Ravens yes! straight up on the money line. Yes. Uh, I put that together with Wood to go over. That gets me to minus 102. Doesn't quite get me to plus money, but it certainly gets rid of that juice for Wood to go over three and a half strikeouts and the Ravens to win straight up on the money line. And, Brad, I want to throw this one out there because I know you're a fan of it. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's rushing yards prop. Yes. Um, I know you snagged it at 59 and a half. Do you want to know where it is at DraftKings this morning? Uh, 56 and Oh, a half. good
0: Lord, have mercy. They have brought it.
1: They have brought it down, and it's only a minus 115. So it's not even juiced up, and you got yourself three extra yards you can play with. So I'll throw that one out there. And one more bonus time for you. Mo Alley-Cox over one-and-a-half receptions.
0: Ooh, yeah, uh, off a huge uh, week four. So, yeah, I could see that happening. in the uh, pride of VCU, fantastic college basketball player back in his day. Oh, speaking of Jonathan Taylor, uh, give him an any time touchdown at plus 120. Uh, the key will cross the chalk in this one, and if you look at the odds boost section of DraftKings, they have a Jonathan Taylor rush yards boost, 75 or more yards on the ground. It's boosted up to plus 230. That's worth a ticket, so I'm gonna lock that in. And give me a Lamar Jackson interception at plus 115. Uh, he has thrown a pick in two of four in Indianapolis. Has three interceptions in four games oh and for S's and G's let's do a little same game parlay shall we uh, put this together at DraftKings and it is plus 650 give me the over on the game at 40 and a half uh, give me the over on Jonathan Taylor rush yards 49 and a half give me the over on Lamar Jackson rush yards 49 and a half give me the over on Hollywood Hollywood over 39 and a half receiving yards and five or more catches for Michael Pittman one, two, three, four, five. That five-leg same-game parlay again, plus six fifty at DraftKings Sportsbook, and that is a wrap on this loaded edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Check me out there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, remember: off on Tuesday, as always, feed or follow—that is up to you. Feed. The
1: Noise.